Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm so excited to bring you inspiring interviews with people who are sharing their passion for gratitude, self-love, and kindness. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm so excited to welcome Shelly Boda. Shelly is a lifestyle and business coach, certified angel card reader, and serial entrepreneur. She's also an amazing wife, a mom, a sister, and a friend. And she's a super amazing expert on social media growth. We talk about so many things connected to self-love and actually the business that Shelly and I met through, which is network marketing. Shelly shares with us how what she's created with her network marketing business has allowed her to create a life where she practices self-love and self-care on a weekly basis. Hey everyone, Julie Boye here. So excited to be with one of my very good friends today, Shelly Buddha. Welcome, Shelly. Hi guys. Shelly and I have known each other for, I think, almost a decade now. Um, we've been, we met through our USANA businesses, but we have been given the gift of friendship over all these years. We've been through a lot together. We've been through amazing, amazing things to celebrate together. We've also been through some really difficult personal things together. And you know, what I love about Shelly is she is a really multi-passionate entrepreneur. She's always got different ideas and creative ways to be of service to others. And we're going to have a really fun conversation about what that kind of looks like today for you, Shelly. So tell me a little bit about, you know, kind of your entrepreneurial journey, kind of what got you to where you are today. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, first of all, Julie. And it has been over a decade because it'll be 11 years in December. So it's been well over a decade. Um, But anyways, okay. So yeah, so I guess my entrepreneurial journey started very early on. Um, I went to school for sciences and health. And then um, after university, decided that I wanted to do something a little bit that would give me a little bit more flexibility and freedom than being a doctor. Um, it was actually a doctor that inspired me, um, that I was shadowing in a, in a placement that I had who had lots of kids and, you know, she came in one day and she was really struggling with the fact that it was her kid's birthday and she wasn't going to be home to celebrate with them. And it was that moment where I was like, okay, maybe this isn't what I want to do. Cause I knew that I always wanted to be a stay at home mom. Um, so anyways, long story short. I graduated from Western and I ended up going to fashion school. (laughs) Um, And although it sounded like the perfect plan, um, I went to fashion school and at a fashion school had some really fun jobs um, and then started my own clothing line, which was super fun. And that was probably my first like real entrepreneurial venture. Um, I had it for about five years. Um, I, yeah, it was like in stores across Canada. It was on TV shows, this, that. Like it was doing really well, but I was a one woman show. Um, and I found myself in my mid 20s, like completely burnt out. So I kind of took a step back from that. Um, and I got into working in marketing. So I worked for a marketing company um, for one whole year. And in that one whole year, um, I realized that I never could have a corporate job or work for anybody again. Um, and I started to really kind of research and try to educate myself on like how wealthy people are wealthy and what they're doing. Cause I was like in no way interested in this struggle that I had been feeling for quite some time. Yeah. Um, and that's when I met Leanne, um, uh, another dear friend of ours. 
And well, I didn't meet her. I went to high school with her, but I, I had ran into her at an event and she invited me to an event called 30 Days to Wealth. Um, and that was really where I learned about residual income. It's really where I learned about building multiple streams of income. And that's where I actually um, kind of dipped my toes for the very first time into the opportunity of USANA, which super, super excited me. Um, and I ended up running home, basically telling my partner, who's my husband now, um, that I needed his credit card because I needed to start this. This was like the answer to our prayers. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and so then we started our USANA business uh, 11 years ago this December. Um, it's provided us with a lot of time and financial freedom. So it gave me the opportunity to be a stay-at-home mom when my kids were babies um, without the stress or worry about income. And then in the last like probably six years, my husband and I have been fortunate enough to um, kind of embark on tons of different entrepreneurial ventures. So um, yeah, so we have like probably like nine other businesses under our belt right now. And we just continue to grow. <laughs> well, and that's, but that's a lot. And what, what's really interesting too, though, for you is that you built the foundation of your, your residual income, your network marketing business, and then you started doing other projects. Yeah. I think is something that, you know, we don't really talk about enough about the real value of what that kind of income can provide us. I mean, I've been, you know, in partnership with USANA for almost 14 years. Um, if, you know, for me, there's been so many beautiful ways that the residual income has served me and my family, especially over the past year and a half. I now homeschool my child. I mean, and we homeschooled out of trauma. Like I can't imagine if I had had a job, I've had corporate jobs before. If I'd had a corporate job, I couldn't have been there for my daughter, right? She wouldn't have been able to, um, come home. Like I would have had to quit my job. So, you know, I love that you're talking about this residual income and it's so interesting that, you know, we're having this conversation around self-love and what these different income streams mean and what it can mean to your lifestyle. But it's a very interesting conversation to have because you're someone who came from, you did a traditional entrepreneurial venture that was on paper successful, but that completely burned you out. Then you went the other direction. You built a, you know, fully residual type of business. And now you've got other business ventures. You're a certified angel card reader, and you're also an, uh, an, a practitioner that you can teach. What is that? You can, like you can teach others. I don't know what the label is, but you actually are certified to teach others how to become angel card readers, which I love. Uh, you have an app in development. Your husband has three restaurants and bars right now. Two. Two. We sold one after 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, you also run a really incredible social media, um, course that has changed my business personally. Okay. So I'm really curious, like you're doing all these things. You've got so many projects going on. Well, how the heck do you even find time for self-love actually is my first question. <laughs> well, you know what, Julie, honestly, it's a good question. And a lot of times people look at us and they're like, oh my God, how are you doing it all? Like, it's like, it's crazy. And it gives me anxiety to think about it. But when you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. But a lot of the times when you do what you love, it doesn't give you the income you need to sustain a lifestyle. So this is where, honestly, if I could give you 
any like type of tip, but I know it was funny because I know that you asked me to come on here to talk self-love and how angel, my angel practice has been like a huge part of that. And it has, it's been a huge part of, um, self-love for us. I can tell you a story about, um, why I got into that after, which is all about self-love. Um, but to be honest with you, it's the residual income part of it that's allowed us to practice self-love on a daily basis because without having um, to get up and run to somebody else's job um, or work on somebody else's business or work on someone else's passion, it's allowed us the freedom to work on our own like passions and our own like dreams. And that in itself is a practice of self-love. So my angel card business isn't something that necessarily pays me the bills. It's something that I do because I'm so passionate about it, but it's something that I've been able to embrace and embark on as a journey in my story because I've had this cushion of residual wealth that I built. And so tapping into something that I'm so passionate about that doesn't necessarily like pay the bills, but it's something that I do just to serve my community and like pay it forward and like, because I just love it so much. That is so self-love and fulfilling all on its own. Do you know what I mean? So, but it, it, without the residual income, yeah, this part of our like journey wouldn't be possible. If that makes sense, it does. And it, but it's it's a hard concept to kind of share on a, a larger scale because there aren't a ton of people that actually have been able to build a like a real um, residual income that lasts because there are so many get rich quick things and you know just a lot of upfront, like buy a budget product and then try and resell it. And all these things that like makes our profession, you know, look really difficult and look really awkward. And we really have created something, um, that allows that actual residual to be built. Like it's a real thing that both you and I, and many of our friends have benefited from. And, you know, you know, I do all this work around gratitude and where did it come from? It came from actually being exposed to someone I met at a USANA convention. And then it came from having the space in my life. Like I wrote a book in 30 days. I could not have done that if I'd had a traditional business or job that demanded me to show up every day for those 30 days. There's no way. And right. does the book pay the bills? Well, no, but I mean, there's, I know this is interesting. Like a book is a residual income source, but if I was relying on my book, man, I would not be eating a lot of food. <laughs> I know. No, totally. Right. Totally. Um, yeah, no, you, you make some good points there. And I think that one of the things that we've been blessed with, with the, the company that we partnered with is that that also is an act of self-love is taking care of yourself and understanding the investment to take care of yourself because so many people aren't taking care of themselves and like a simple act of taking your supplements every day and nourishing your body and nourishing your cells and, you know, practicing good, healthy habits and healthy practices. But that is a whole act in self-love itself. So we are kind of blessed that we were partnered with a company that is, you know, the foundation of it is all about practicing daily self-love. Um, and then the benefits of sharing it allow you to really, really embark on like a self-love journey of being able to take care of yourself. I tell people all the time, imagine, imagine that we had one day off a week from your corporate job. And imagine like, what would you do in that one day? Would you sleep in? Would you get a massage? Would you go shopping? Would you get a pedicure? Like what would you do? Because there is so much that 
you know, you're not doing because you're stuck and tied somewhere else. And I'm like, I was telling you this story, like you, your only option is to go after work or the weekends when everybody else is going. Yeah. And it is like that in itself is like anxiety stricken because it's not enjoyable when you're at a grocery store on the weekend and there's 30 people in line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's so interesting, this conversation around, you know, I love this perspective. It's funny because we, I had a different idea of what you and I were going to chat about. And then you're like, no, this is what I want to talk about when I talk about self-love because it is the gift of the residual income that we worked hard to build that actually allows more space in our life for self-love. And I'm not, ta- I mean, it doesn't have, you don't have to go for the pedicure if that's not for you. But like, for me, it's like, I go to the beach in the middle of the day often yeah. I mean, I just get up and go because that brings me so much joy and it is an act of self-love for me. And without the residual income that I created with USANA, I couldn't do that. And so I think it's such a beautiful way to look at that. And it's, it's interesting because I do this project for me to learn and grow and you've made, you've allowed me to look at things in a really different way. Oh, that's good. That makes me happy. One of the things I was just going to say though, is like, let's just put this into perspective. So like if you woke up on like a Monday morning and like you already had a thousand dollars of residual income in your account, how would your week look? Like, what would you do differently in your week? If your week was already starting off with a thousand dollars in your account, like how would it look? Because I mean, it doesn't have to be a thousand dollars. I just said that number just for fun, but like it could be $500, but like, The fact is, is if you had that residual income and you woke up with that in your account to start your week off, you would have so much less stress throughout your week than, than you would otherwise. Right. And you would do things a little bit differently. And to be clear, like our business still requires work of us, but just not the same type of work that if we had to commute drive to the office, show up, be there for someone else, come home, burnt out. You know, we are still working in our businesses. We are still supporting our team, our customers, our tribe. I mean, sticking around for any business or job for over a decade is not something to like to take lightly in this, you know, and especially in, in our profession, like people will jump around from company to company. And I like what you said too, is I think Something to think about is like when I'm taking my supplements in the morning, that's an act of self-love because I've chosen to take what I've learned to be beneficial for myself and taking care of my body, which is like the only place I have to live. Mm -hmm. So cheesy, but so true. That in itself is a simple act of self-love. And I think looking at, you know, looking with gratitude when I have a handful of supplements, A, that I can choose to purchase this much that I, my body really needs and is excited about but also gratitude for the gift of, you know, this company and that self-love is like built right into the, the supplements you're taking every day. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Can you tell me your story though, about how you got into angel card reading? And, and yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, my, when I was three months pregnant with Hank, I was at a, um, Hay House event and I saw Doreen Virtue speak. And I wasn't actually going to stay for her because I don't know why, but before I went to that little session with her, I always kind of thought her voice was like nails scratching down a chalkboard. Um, but I ended up staying because the day was so empowering. She was the last speaker. Um, and she talked a lot about crystal children, which was the first exposure that I had had to crystal children. And I was so intrigued by the conversation and just so wrapped up in understanding like 
this that I put up my hand and asked a question in a sea of people at Roy Thompson Hall. Um, and my question was, is this something that you can raise your child to be, or is it something that like just happens? And her answer was like, if you are, if you have a crystal child, consider it a gift kind of thing. So I was like, okay. And then I didn't really realize until later on in my pregnancy and so on and so forth that, um, Hank was a crystal child. And, and this was something that I was learning about at that time in my life because I needed to learn how to basically raise him differently. Um, and so it, it was something that I chose. I chose to learn about angels. I chose to learn about crystal children. I chose to, you know, really embrace um, his gifts and raise him in a way where he can nurture them and, um, you know, work on, on strengthening them and accepting them and even really raise him in a way where he can understand what's acceptable when he goes to school and what's not, you know, cause like you just want to make sure that you're raising them properly. Um, and so, yeah, so again, having the time to like you homeschool, but like in a different way, <laughs> um, but like having the time to really like learn about this and really like make sure that I'm doing my due diligence to take care of him in a different way, in my opinion, is also self-love. Like it was really taking the time not to just like love my child in a different capacity, but also like learn for myself so I can be the best mom for him. Because, you know, they always say your children choose you, right? So I know yeah. he chose yeah. me for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean that we say that with Celine all the time is like, you know, she chose us as parents. This is part of my journey too, is to raise a child in this way. You know, Celine is a highly sensitive child. It's a totally different, um, there's just things that you would think would work with most kids that that just don't work with her because of the way that she sees the world. So yeah, that's, and I think too, like our, that again, one of the beautiful gifts that from that's come from us building a business together in USANA is that we get exposed to things that we might not might not have heard about if we hadn't been part of the tribe of USANA. Like you and I went to that event together, right? Yeah. And it was well at the same time, but not together. That's so funny. We didn't sit together, but uh, but we I know I'd heard about it through either from you or from someone in the USANA grapevine family, because we do have some friends in our, our mm -hmm. USANA family who are part of the Hayas family. So I think about all these other things that we get exposed that allows us to develop our gifts that came out of the choice to build a residual income with USANA all these years yeah. that show up. And that is like, for me, my gratitude work, you're so right. It is such a part of my self-love is when I'm doing the gratitude work, it does, it feels so good. And it does like, there's so much joy and it doesn't feel like it's work at all. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. So if you look, take a look at your lifestyle today and you know, all the things you've got going on, where do you see like self-love fitting into all that just for you or for your clients? Like what kind of things are you looking at when you think about self-love just today? I honestly think about like, um, allowing yourself time each day. You know what I mean? Like just finding that space. Like even the other day I did a, a post about like, put your phones down and enjoy the bus ride or the train ride or the commute. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, turn off all the distractions around you, turn off all the, like the chatter, um, and just like take time to, I don't know, just, 
listen to your inner self. You know what I mean? What does your body need? What does your soul need? What is your like, what do you need? And nurture that. Make sure you, you deliver and like you give yourself what it needs because we're just in such a, pa- a fast paced environment right now that like, it's almost impossible to go through like a day without just like taking that moment to breathe. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I just think it's so important um, to practice like rituals that are super easy to throw into your routine, yeah. um, whether you, you know, you have flexibility or not, but just to take care of like yourself. Well, and it's like, it's this, it's the classic saying, it's like, if you don't have time to meditate for 10 minutes, meditate for an hour. Yeah. Right. It really is like, it's, you know, you and I work a lot in, in preventative health and it's about, you know, not about how do we extinguish the fire, but it's like, how do we stop the fire from getting out of control in the first place? And these strategies that you're sharing, even that, like taking a moment, putting down your phone and looking around. Mm-hmm is so like just those few minutes is really a beautiful act of self-love and being connected to our world. Absolutely. Like touch a tree. Like that's, I know I actually, I know you, you like loved this that we used to do and we don't do it anymore just because my kids can't leave school every Wednesday. But um, something that we did for a really long time was, and this is like an act of self-love, but um, um, like we're, we were able to do it because of the residual income was we would take every Wednesday off. Um, And so even when our kids were in their early ages of school, like kindergarten, um, we would take Hank every Wednesday out of kindergarten. And Wednesday was just our day off. It was our family day. And we would put our phones away and we would do fun things like go to the museums or go to the aquariums. And no one was there because it was the middle of the week. And it just felt so good to just like not to have that break in the middle of the week to just connect as a family and to do things together. You know what I mean? And we did it for a really long time. And the only reason why we stopped is because technically he's not allowed to like miss a certain amount of school. So we stopped, we just stopped it last year when he got into grade one. Um, But it's still something we try to do once a month as a family um, as opposed to every day or every week. Sorry. But yeah, we, we used to have mommy and Celine days when Celine was in school because I also kept her home during kindergarten. I didn't send her full time. And then in first grade and second grade, we'd have like, if she needed a mommy and Celine day, we'd just take mommy and Celine day. And yeah, if I had a job, there's no way I could have done that. And I, I forget sometimes about those moments, how special those are and the real gift behind the businesses we've built that have allowed us to do that. And you know, we're going into to an interesting time for sure. There's the tide is shifting economically. You can tell mm-hmm. things are changing. Um, I mean, cost of living. I live in the most expensive place in Canada. Uh, you know, and here it's, that was <laughs> like, what a sticker shock when you move from Ontario to BC, you think Ontario is expensive, then you move to BC and you're like, I don't know if I can put gas in my car anymore. Cause it's mm-hmm. insane. So we're moving to a different time though, where economically the economy is kind of slowing and prices are still rising. So why is residual income something we want to look at right now? Well, I think that there's two things. One, the business that we're in is health. So when we are going through a recession and it's funny that we're actually going through this mini like little recession time right now, because I started my business in the end of 2008, um, which was, which was like a recessional time. And 
I was so successful in building my business because people needed another opportunity. Yeah. So it's, it's an opportunity to grow an opportunity or, you know, provide an opportunity for the people who are struggling. Yeah. Um, but also like, again, the magic of the company that we're partnered with is that like, it's all healthcare products and you can't stop taking care of your health going through a recession. So it's not like you're wasting money on things you don't necessarily need to be spending money on. Um, And I'm not going to like go into like all the other items or companies or whatever, but healthcare is healthcare. And like when you're going through stress, that's when you actually need more supplement support because you're creating so much oxidative stress in your body (laughs) that you, you know, you need that extra support. So yeah, I don't know. I think it's a great time for people because I think that, it gives them an extra stream of income. Yep. Um, and I think it gives pe- them an opportunity to offer to other people who are suffering yep. or struggling. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I built my business right from a recessional state and had no problem doing it. And I think too, when you think about this whole beautiful journey of self-love and self-awareness and listening to ourselves and following our intuition and listening to our body, you know, the question that you asked me earlier is, if you don't change anything today, what's going to change? Like, totally. that's it. And so, you know, I did this project on self-love because I was like, I'm doing the same things over again and nothing is changing. I have to, I'm looking for different answers now. So I'm going to ask different people for different answers of what does this look like? And I'm so grateful for this time you and I had together for, you know, really looking at some of the things that I already had in my own life that I was not looking at with that, those lenses. And I love that. Uh, as we wrap it up, if you would just want to leave people with one thing that they can start doing or stop doing or a new habit that they can create just from listening to this, uh, or watching us, what would that be for you? Um, well, I, I really just think that it's important to make time for self love in any capacity that resonates with you. So, you know, I mean, your little interviews that you're doing are so educational on like all the different ways that you can implement self-love in your life. And one might resonate with you and one might not, and that's okay. Um, But I think, I think like as long as you can implement something daily into your routine um, that you can label as self-love and do it with the intention of self-love every day, then that's all that matters. So like I again, like I said, like even if you take supplements every day, just honor it as your self-love practice. You know, like a lot of times people are just taking their vitamins because it's habit and it's like part of the routine, but understand why you're taking it. Take them with the intention of self-love. You're loving yourself. So just you really label it with the intention yeah. um, and choose those things that resonate with you. And if you just change your perspective of why you're doing them and realize that you're doing it for self-love, you will, you'll, your whole inner self will change drastically. <laughs> I totally agree. Thank you so much. Um, how do people stay connected with you? Where's the best place to find you? Probably Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I would say, yeah, Instagram. Uh, so um, can you just spell your, well, how do we, is it Shelly Buddha on Instagram? Yeah, so it's it's um at Shelly S H E L L Y underscore Boda B O U D A H. Okay, awesome. So I will make sure everyone knows what's that. And you have a website too, though. You do have a great website. Yeah, ShellyBoda.com. 
Yeah. So if they want to find out more about, you know, your, uh, angel card practice, maybe that's definitely something you're still offering. And I really enjoyed this time together. Thank you so, so much guys. Make sure you follow her on Instagram because she is really amazing, uh, on Instagram. I've learned so much it just from watching Shelly and the beautiful, like the real kindness and authenticity that you bring to that platform. Really appreciate it. So make sure you follow Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. If you'd like to continue your journey with gratitude or stay connected, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. Did you learn something from this episode? Was it of value to you? Please share with your friends and don't forget to add us to your favorites and download the episodes automatically when they are posted. 